Thank God it's Wednesday night. And I <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> what a great way to start. I know, girl. Did you like our intro this week? It was different. It was different. And all the credit goes to my sister, Susan, for splicing that for us and putting that mix together for us. What a rad lady. I know. She's pretty rad. Thanks, Susan. And she had lots of things to say about the discussion we're about to okay. have tonight. So listen, girl. I think we jump right into Whacker All That, skip yes. our banter for this week, because I don't know about you, but I have a lot to say. And I think that we'll be able to fill in oh, with banter. I think so, too. I think so. Okay. What's your Whacker All That, girl? Okay, so, girl, this is my Whacker All That. Wow. Wow. I love that. Okay. It is the L'Oreal Kids 2-in-1 extra gentle shampoo it came in a bottle that i think was meant to look like a fish yes and they claimed no tears remember the commercial was like so enticing yes i totally made my mom buy me this because of the commercial and it's false (laughs) is it ever um yeah the the commercials were a lie i don't think they're around anymore have you? I haven't seen that recently. No, Next not time that I go particular to Target, one. I'm look. No, now it's all about like natural and yeah. all that nonsense. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna vote. I mean, that's whack. Did you ever use it? I don't think so. You know what I loved? What? Herbal essence. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <gasps> Do you remember the herbal essences commercials? Yeah, I can't believe those were allowed on TV, but they weren't allowed. But you couldn't say like period. I know. But then they're standing. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, guys. We're just pretending. Um, I'm going to give that shampoo a whack. Yeah, I'm going to give it a whack, too. Sorry. We forgot to shut the door. I think it's going to be fine. To the Pink Stripe Studio. Um, Yeah, Herbal Essence was my jam. And every time I smell it now, it brings me back to this particular summer that I spent in Puerto Rico because I used That was, like, the first summer that I used it. You know, smell is the strongest something something to memory. Yes. Something something, something dark something. side. <laughs> something something. That's from a Family Guy episode. Oh, I know which in one. case you guys don't know. Um yeah, I'm giving it a whack because mostly because of the claim that it was no tears. Because they lied to you. Tears. Lots of tears. Okay. I agree. My whack girl that this just came to me. It came today. Yes. In the mail? No. Okay. In my brain. Oh, in your brain. Okay. Do you remember oatmeal baths? Oh, my gosh. Like when you had dry skin? Yes. Or like chicken pox? Yes. I do. I tried to buy some of that recently, like in the last year. oatmeal bath? Yeah, for one of my boys, and I couldn't buy like the packets of it. Really? Did you find it at all? No. I couldn't even find it on... I don't even think I found it on Amazon. Oh, I'm really surprised by that. I know. I wonder what people do now. Okay, so tell me your oatmeal bath experience. Um, My oatmeal bath experience, I hated them, but they were beneficial. I have eczema, so I use them a lot because of that. Why did you hate them? It just felt gross. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, not only are you in a bathtub sitting in your own filth, really. I mean, not filth, but you know what I mean. You cared about that as a child? No, but I mean in hindsight. But now you're oh, yeah. also, like, dumping in oatmeal on top of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, i like... Did you take a lot of them? Not a lot of them, but I, um... I'm, like, a, a bug bite magnet. Mm. And then they're... 
is this thing called swimmer's itch. Have you ever heard of it? Some people call it like... They call it duck itch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I've heard of it. Okay. I had a friend in high school who used to get it every time without fail. That would be me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And if I ever got it like really, really bad... Then you'd get an oatmeal bath. And I remember it being like relieving. Was duckage something that just went away on its own or did you have to like do something for it? Um, I think it would go away on its own, but I know you could help it along. Okay. Like meat tenderizer? Isn't that gross? I'm not even joking. What do you mean a meat tender? Like... I'll have to ask my mom, but it's literally called it. We would go to, like, the grocery store and buy really? meat and you'd make it, like, a paste, and then she would use a cotton ball and, like, boop, boop, boop. Oh, my God. Kind of like, like calamine lotion, yeah, but. I think it, like, drew the little, like, oh my creatures God. out, so then the itching would, Subside. they weren't excreting their oils or whatever Ugh, anymore. Gross. It's the same as, like, a bug bite, I Right, think, right, right. But, oh, okay. You know, I don't understand what would... causes it. We'll have to dig into this. <laughs> yeah, they're gross. Okay, so. Even though I was not a huge fan of them as a kid, I'm going to give it an all that. It should. It, an all that too. it needs to come back because sometimes your kid needs it. I was going to say, I would like to be able to find it yeah. for a situation. Both my children have sensitive skin. What about yours? Yeah, both of them do. And especially in the winter, like their skin gets really dry. Yeah. Or, oh God, when Jack had um, hand, foot, and mouth, oh, aka yeah, Kukasaki virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was the first time I went looking for it. And I was like, why can't I find it anywhere? And but by the time I I was like, whatever, I just I'm going to have to deal with this some other way. But yeah, yeah, that would definitely be something that would be nice for times like that. You like you probably wouldn't need to use it a ton. But, but it's like nice to, to have in your it. cabinet. Can you just put oatmeal? I know that probably be a dumb question. No, I'm sure you can stick it in like a in a blender or a. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wonder if maybe, like, they stopped making it because people were like, why wouldn't I just put oatmeal in? You maybe. Can't sell me two products. I'm on to you. Come on. This is America. People love convenience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Have you ever seen, like, the memes where, uh, I don't know if you'd call them memes, but it shows, like, a peeled orange in a plastic container, like, oh. for sale at a supermarket? Oh, yeah, and it's, like, $8. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Or, like, uh, Whole Foods. <laughs> right. You're like, oh, thank you for peeling my and orange and then putting they, it in like, plastic. They a cucumber and do, like, $75. So. <laughs> so cut it it's like me. when you buy a veggie platter and you're like, first of all, no one actually wants to eat this, but you bring it to the party anyway. Because you want to, like, Susan's bringing chips, Ashley's right. bringing cookies. Right. I'm going to bring the veggie platter yeah, and then the no one's going to touch it. It's going to cost me 150 bucks. Right. And we're going to throw it away. Right. I remember almost buying one for one of the birthday parties I had for Jack, just so I could have the appearance of being a healthy mom. And I was like, fuck it. Kids aren't going to eat this. They're just going to eat nope, pizza. Although, just get some more wise potato chips and <laughs> call it a day. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready, girl. Battle of the boy bands. Okay, so... This worked out perfectly because Jill and I found out I'm team Backstreet Boys. And I'm team NSYNC. So we didn't even have to, like, you go do the, you know what I mean? Right. Remember we like, didn't have to assign roles. In eighth grade when you did debate class. Yeah. And you had, d- did you ever have to do that? Yeah. And you had to pick a side. The side. Yeah. You wouldn't even get to pick a side. They'd right. be like, Jillian, you are fighting for right. Backstreet Boys. And you'd be like, wow, great. Wow. Not what I want to do. No. And it worked so out well worked for out us. this worked out great. Um... This was so fun. What do you want to start with? Are we, do we want to start with fun facts, crushes, top five? Like, where are we going? Let's go. Let's start with fun facts. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Let me set the scene for everyone. Okay. Chelsea 
wrote her notes out on a piece of paper using different colored ink. Yes, I did. <laughs> and like With different like sections and, like... and zigzags. It's like the most 90s way of taking notes I have ever seen. I wanted to go method podcast. I love today. it. Okay. First of all, let's talk about a background a little bit here. Okay. Boy band phenomena. Of course, we would be remiss if we did not mention New Kids on the Block yeah. and Boys to Men. Like Menudo, the OG. Right? What? Menudo, wasn't that new? Right? Oh, that was, I said Boys to Men, but Menudo was, uh, yeah, in like Spanish speaking yeah. countries. You're right about that. Wasn't, Ricky we... Martin was in Menudo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day. Okay, so New Kids on the Block, I mean, goes without saying. And Obviously. in fact, I started bopping out to one of their songs today while I was working. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you got the right stuff. Boys to Men, ugh, I love them still. Like, they're classics. Oh, yeah, they're, this song, they still hit. They like, do. Like Motown Philly and Thank You, forever. top jams. And also what I love is that when you're a kid listening to this, you're like, I love this music. And then it's like baby making music. Like, what is this? They, they don't, don't make them like that anymore, Charles. They Chels. don't. They don't make no, baby making music don't. like that anymore. No, <laughs> high school dance music. I know. Imagine. Oh, yeah. God. You're like, I hope he asks me to dance with him. And then before you know it, you're dancing in the middle like of the gym. Your hands on his shoulders, his hands like on your waist. Barely. To, like, I mean, we're like middle right. finger on your hip bone. Right. And you got to like leave room for the Holy Spirit. Yes. And then like swaying to I'll make love to you. <laughs> I'll make love to you <laughs> if you want me to. All right, guys. NSYNC. I'm Backstreet Boys. First of all, Lou Pearlman. Yeah, he's a... A piece right. of shit. Yeah, he, well, he's a piece of shit, but... the be- My favorite thing about doing the research for Lou Pearlman is that when you open up his Wikipedia, the photo of him is of his mugshot. <laughs> so he created the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. He was obsessed with the success of the New Kids on the Block, and he wanted to recreate that. So he was sued by every single musical act that he worked with except for US5, which I don't even know who the yeah, hell they who were. the hell is that? For misrepresentation and fraud. All of the cases against him were either won by those who brought lawsuits or they were settled out of court. Yep. So the Backstreet Boys were the first to file a lawsuit against him because they thought their contract was unfair and NSYNC followed suit. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, and <laughs> filed a suit against him essentially for the same reason. So Lou Pearlman is responsible for creating a bunch of different boy bands. Like they, he just kept repeating the formula, including Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, O-Town, which O-Town. was, remember them? on. Oh, um, yeah. Were, they were Liquid Dreams, show. the show, yeah, making the band. Yeah, and Diddy, right? And then yes, like yes, too, and yes. Like Pussycat Dolls, right? I think They're so. An LFO, light, funky ones. Is that what it stands for? Yes. Wow. Can you even? I can't. O-Town, they had the song Liquid Dreams, right? Yeah, and um, oh, another one I used to love. Because I want it all. Oh, that's right. And Nothing at all. It's that one. Yes. Um... And also, 98 Degrees, honorable mention, yes. they, unlike a lot of boy bands during this time, formed independently. Like, they assembled themselves. Oh, wow. They I, weren't assembled by a label or a producer. You really did your research on all the bands. I only focus on my boys. Listen, on your Backstreet Boys. I love it. Well, mm-hmm. I needed to set the scene. So this is what was happening in the early 90s. Oh, yeah, it was a phenomenon. It was. Literally, boy band phenomena. That's yeah. what I wrote at the top of yeah, my yeah. the top of my typewritten notes. And I wish I had never random been out. the same since. It hasn't. Like, and they said I read something that said like 
it basically like the bubble burst after 9-11. I don't know if it was necessarily related to 9-11 or if it was the timing. I don't think it was related to 9-11. I think it was just the timing. But maybe, maybe people felt like they weren't entitled to joy well, and frivolity. No, I'm going to tell you something interesting about that, though, because something about 9-11, 2001, the year it happened, um, was the first year they moved the VMAs after that. Oh, they didn't want a terrorist attack, like a repeat terrorist attack. Yeah, in New York City. Yes, so they moved it. So I want like they moved it to. You mean like the time and the location? Because now it's in L.A., right? Yeah, I think so. So that I wonder if interesting. How do you know that? Did you find that in your research, or you just happen to know that? I actually happen to know that, and I'll get into that. Oh, I can't wait because. My mom and her two friends used to go every year, not to go to the VMAs. They weren't that Stop fancy, it. but intentionally went during VMAs to New York City weekend to New York City and stayed at a hotel that they knew a bunch of celebs stayed at, so they could like run into celebs. Oh my God, Lori, you are a legend. <laughs> Teach me so, your ways. So I know that after because she actually flew home from New York City on September tenth. 2001 <gasps> she, no lie oh my and then god it yeah i guess you saying that i didn't put the pieces together yeah but yeah that is so funny that your mom used to do that oh yeah it's brilliant she's got great stories wow your mom and your dad are truly a match made in fraud heaven I- <laughs> <laughs> and by fraud, fraud i guess i, I shouldn't fraud. say fraud <laughs> in planning heaven your dad's like Here's an invite to my 22nd birthday, and your mom's like, "Let's go to New York during the VMA." Ah, I love it. Geniuses do ahead want, of their time. Do you want two side story VMA, Lori VMA stories? Yes. She would obviously tell them way better than me. But one is that so this hotel that they stayed at, um, it was called the Riga Royal at the time. Okay. And then when I worked in New York City, it was called Hotel London, which it could have been changed again. But I, right. Um, it's just like it's a hot spot for celebs. I it's love like that. fancy, fancy penthouses on the top. All okay. That so they like treat yourself and stayed there every year and the three of them would take a limo hire a limo from the airport to go oh to the hotel God, so one year they, and living. there would be people like lined up because people knew celebs stayed at this hotel oh. so fans would like line up outside the hotel just behind like the red rope just to get right. a glimpse so <laughs> it's her and her two tall thin oh God. beautiful blonde haired <laughs> friends and they get out of the limo and she said somebody goes it's the Chicks, and everybody started <laughs> snapping photos. <laughs> like, not note. quite. Not quite. Yeah. I love that. Do you know how far in advance your mom had to book the hotel? I have no clue. Lori, no can you please slide into our DMs or just yeah. text Chelsea and let her know? Let me know. I need to know this. I mean, it's very... She's a planner, you know? That's true. It's very possible that they were like, and next year? <laughs> we'll, we'll be, be here. <laughs> um, I love it. All right, Chelsea, do you have any fun background facts you want to share with us? Sure. Um, okay. I mean, those are not NSYNC-specific facts. I'll get into that later. <laughs> okay, well, then I'll start with Backstreet Boys-specific Let's hear it, girl. That's what I did, all right? Okay, um, so the creation of the band, so yes, it was a talent search. However, Howie and AJ mm-hmm. actually were, like, working together in Orlando, Florida, because they had a mutual voice coach. Okay. And they realized that they, like, sounded good together, and they liked the sound of it, but they wanted a trio. Okay. So they held open castings, and that's how they found Nick. Okay. So then they're, like, a trio, and they're trying to sign deals or whatever, and then Kevin and Brian are cousins. 
That's right. I think in Kentucky. Um, So Kevin moved down to Orlando and met the boys through coworkers. And they're like, oh, my gosh, now we're a quartet. Perfect, perfect. Right. He called his cousin and was like, dude, you got to get down here. Like, whatever. So that's kind of how the only talent search of it Uh was Nick. Interesting. And then they went, the five of them went out. And one of my, I like love so much. Okay, wait, no. Quick sidebar. Brian (laughs) was the last one to join the band. And his, like, official join day is 420. So that's what they call (laughs) to consider their anniversary. Oh, I love that. BSB anniversary. I love that. So the boys started with, I love that you call them the boys. My boys started (laughs) performing. Their first performance ever was at SeaWorld. (laughs) How funny is that? Wow. In 93. I love that for Um, them. And then they went on performing in malls, restaurants, and toured at high schools, (laughs) trying to get, like, spotted. They almost had a record deal in 93, but it fell through. They got popular in Europe first before the U.S. This is the way with all these boy bands. Um, Okay, yeah. So... uh, they are called the Backstreet Boys because their managers kind of came up with that name. Mm-hmm. Um, after Orlando's Backstreet Market, which is an outdoor flea market that was a popular hangout for teens. <laughs> That's yeah. terrible. I know. I was like, yikes. I'm imagining, for some reason, I'm imagining like the streets of Agrabah. Oh my gosh, how funny, because that's actually kind of, I was like, what? <laughs> I was actually thinking of a flea market that Josh and I went to in Florida once where we, I like roguely adopted a puppy that didn't go well and I had to give him up like a month later. And I was like, did it look like a scene out of Aladdin? (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) It did. And it was hot, you know, because it's Orlando. Like, um, flea market story. I never knew what it was when I was younger and I was like, they sell fleas. 100%. I thought the same thing too, of course. I don't know. Well, why? Why? Why flea market? We'll have to look into the history of flea markets. I know. That's going to be another... That'll be our spinoff podcast, The History of Flea Markets. <laughs> just the spinoff of shit we talk about, right? <laughs> That'll just be... I love it. It'll just be called, like, banter. Um, I'm going to end here, right? Okay, let's hear so it. So their first album came out in 96, and then they had another run in 97, 99, and 2000. So they were, like, really cranking that Banging out. them out. Then they had a break. We're not going to go into that because we're out of the 90s at that point. <laughs> but just so you She's like, know, I don't like to talk about it. They were dark no, times. They were dark <laughs> times. But the thing is, as I was writing down facts, I was like, wow, if I keep going, I could, it, it would just be an essay. <laughs> like, You're like, let me outline my essay. But um, they are the first boy band ever to chart in three different decades. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, they just won't mm-hmm. go away. They won't quit. But they're wow. charting. They're still charting. That's impressive. And they are the best-selling boy band of all time. Well, when you put out as many records as they have. So they win. No. Case closed. Wow. This podcast is over. Wow. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Um, Is it my turn yet? I guess. No, wait. Yeah, I'll tell you more about these guys when I get to them. Okay, your turn. May it please the court. (laughs) I am here to present my argument in favor of NSYNC as the winner of this battle royale. All right, guys. 
First of all, I saw some commentary on your Facebook post. Do you see me leaned back? Like, yes, ready, just like you're like, leaning. All right. I can't decide if this feels more like a scene out of Hamilton where they're arguing before the, co- you know, when they're developing the Constitution or if I'm arguing in family court. <laughs> in any event. I'm arguing. <laughs> well, you know. So uh, I saw some commentary on your Facebook post. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, should see mm-hmm. the way Chelsea is leaning back with her arms crossed like, yeah, girl, I win. What you got? So there were some people being like, oh, BSB because they were first. Okay. Let the record reflect that Lou Perlman is responsible for both of them. So it's just that he came up with BSB first and then NSYNC afterward. Okay. Okay. So here are some fun facts. Chris Kirkpatrick had missed the cut for the Backstreet Boys. And he met with Lou Perlman in 95 to talk about forming a second group. And Perlman was like, yeah, I'll finance it if you can find other young male singers. So then Lou Perlman's looking through some tapes they had. And one of them was of Justin Timberlake from his time on the Mickey Mouse Club. Everyone got their start on Mickey Mouse Club. We're talking Justin. Christina. Christina. Was she on Mickey Mouse Club? Oh, yeah. JC. Yep. Brittany. Brittany. Ryan uh, Gosling. Oh, my God. Ryan Gosling. Right. I know. I don't know. Wow. So, um, Justin and JC had both made demos together at Justin's house in Memphis, Tennessee, after, like, their time on the Mickey Mouse Club ended. And JC initially left the show when he was 17 to go to L.A., and then he was like, it's not working out for me here. I'm going to go back to Nashville. So he goes back to Nashville, and what is it about this, like, the Sun Belt? Is it the Sun Belt? Is it the Sun Belt? I don't know, but it's interesting. So NSYNC is in Nashville. Right. And BSB's in Orlando, Florida. Well... Yeah, but the cousins, Brian and Kevin, are, oh, in, are in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they all converge in oh, Florida. I see. See okay, what I mean? Okay, okay. okay. So, all right. So Justin gets the call from Chris, and he's like, all right, I will join the group. I'm going to recommend my boy JC. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was back home in Maryland, saving money to go to Nashville mm-hmm. to join his buddy Justin. So the three of them go to Orlando, and they're looking for a, quote, baritone player. And they find Justin, or excuse me, Joey Fatone. And he knew Chris from because they used to work at Universe Studios together. Okay. Um, so then they recruited someone named Jason Galasso as their bass singer after a number of auditions. Mm-hmm. Jason Galasso decided to drop out because being a teen idol wasn't what he saw for himself. Okay. I want you to guess what he does now. <laughs> Give me a hint. I need a hint. I mean... Is it something cool or is no. it something super? Is he an electrician? No, he's a mortgage loan originator oh, at wow. Bridgeway Financial in okay. Orlando, Florida. How sad is that? Look at this guy. Oh. He does look like he would have been in a boy band in I, his youth. Yeah, I, right? I can see that. So after they get Jason, Justin Timberlake's mom was like, oh my God, you guys sound amazing. You sound so in sync. Ha! Uh, Stop it. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. that reminds me of? Have you ever seen the movie That Thing You Do? I love that movie. But I know the song. You, you do that thing you do. Okay, so Tom Hanks is in that movie, and a lot of other amazing people, including Liv Tyler. So during, like, there's a scene in the movie where they don't have a name for their band yet, and uh, Guy Patterson, the drummer, says, Wonderful! And she goes, Liv Tyler stops, and she goes, That's it, Guy Patterson. That's it, the wonders. But then they decide to spell it O-N-E, like wonders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she writes it out, and this other guy's like, great, looks like the Oneaters. 
and like that's a whole thing. And then once they get signed onto an actual label, okay. Tom Hanks is like, no. First of all, the first thing we're doing is you're the wonders, like the normal way it's spelled, you idiots. But that's uh, that's what that reminds me of. Oh, you guys are so in sync. And then they were also like, oh, this is a play on the last letter of each of the initial members' names. Justin, N, Chris, S, Joey, Y, Jason, N, and JC, C. Wow. Except JC's name is not fucking JC. Eh, I know, they can go off. I know, but whatever. So then, okay, so then Galasso drops out, and then Justin's like, oh, man, let me call up my vocal coach. We got to find another bass. And then his vocal coach is like, there's this guy in Mississippi named Lance. Lance bass. Oh. Of all things. I know. That's like, I used to work with a woman whose last name is... Method living. I know. There's a woman (laughs) I used to work with whose last name is Lawyer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Don't you love that? that. You're destined, right? Well, Well, she got married... Right, well, she... (laughs) And you're... I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay, so... My nickname in school was Chelsea Bossy. It's fine. (laughs) So, Lance flies out to Florida, to Orlando, where all the boy bands apparently sprout. Apparently. I guess so. He auditions and they're like, you're in. We love you. So they nicknamed him Lanston so they could keep the name NSYNC. How lame is that? Like, Wait, what do you mean? Well, remember they were like, oh, NSYNC is also a play on like the last letter of their first names. Okay. I know. That's just oh. dumb. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. So Lou Parliament okay. is like, all right, I'm setting you guys up in this house in Florida. And they rehearse constantly. They're dancing. They're learning their vocal parts. They're working on promotion. Their first public performance was at Pleasure Island. On October 22nd, 95. Pleasure Island is no longer called Pleasure Island. It's like downtown Disney, I think. Actually, it might be closed altogether. How funny. It used to be like nightlife for grown-ups. Okay. It's not anymore. They were signed to BMG Munich. And they were sent to Sweden to start working on their debut album. Their first they sing- also took off in Europe? Yes, exactly. Okay. Their first single was I Want You Back. It was released in October 96, and it was in the top 10 the following month. They started touring in Europe. Their album was released in 97 in Germany, and it peaked at number one the second week after its release. So they, like, peaked very quickly in Germany. And then, you know, they became an overnight success throughout much of Europe. And then they came back to the States, and they, like, changed the album just a little bit to appeal to us idiots in the u.s as did the sb <laughs> um they were signed by rca in 98 and then they released their debut album here in january nope i lied they they, they released their single i want you back in january of 98 and then they released the album in march of 98 okay I, so what was their first album what year did their first album come out in the u.s yeah 1998 okay chelsea is taking notes <laughs> I feel like she is keeping score, but I don't know what well, the parameters no, I, are. No, at the end, I think I'll just give us the facts. Yeah. I love it. All right, so that's where I'm going to stop for now. Okay, I love it. Um, oh, wait, one more thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this deals with Backstreet Boys, too. Okay. So the album sales were sluggish at first, but then the Disney Channel aired a concert special in July of 98. This concert was originally offered to the Backstreet Boys, but they had to back out because Brian Luttrell needed heart surgery. Yeah, I I know. All right. It's going to be when I get to our ranking of crush crushes. <laughs> All right. Do you want to take over? Yeah, let's let's move into crush ranking. I love okay. it. Okay. 
So start with number five. We'll just go five, five, four, four. Cool, cool. You're talking about like crush ranking for the individual the groups. Yep. Yes. The okay. Individual boys. Number five is Chris Kirkpatrick, obviously. For, for, you. for me. And why Abby? Because he does nothing for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does he do anything for the band? He has that like falsetto voice, right? And like he. I just uh, I'm gonna look at his I don't even remember him I, I don't remember ever watching him like on stage yeah, yeah. I know last right he looks like um guy Ferrer- Fer- Fer- Ferrari's like guy cousin. Ferrari guy Fieri Fieri <laughs> guy Fieri <laughs> doorknobs and dashes or whatever China's doorknobs and dashes doesn't he kind of look like him like his like weirdo cousin yes okay. he could be wow okay, you are, so that is accurate he's number five he's number five for sure okay my number five is Howie. Tell me why. Tell me why. Because who is he? <laughs> That's how I feel about Chris. Yeah, just like who is he? So, so funny because um, I was watching music videos today. and As one uh, does when prepping for does, a podcast. My husband was making fun of me. Wow. And then I'm like, I'm disrespect. trying to find one where Howie has a solo so I can see how I feel about his voice. And it doesn't exist. Well, it does, and oh. he does have a really good voice. Like, his is, like, a little raspy. And, like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, okay, I see that you add to the vocals, but yes. that's about it. Okay, so I like it. So he's number five. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, this next Hit one. number four. I'm sure this is a tough choice. This is a tough choice. I know who my number one is and oh, my number two. Sure, sure, sure. My number four, I'm going to give to Joey Fatone. Fair. But... Let it be known that, like, number five, if we were ranking, like, 100 men, Chris Kirkpatrick would be, like, 100. Mm-hmm. Joey Fatone would be way higher on the sure, list. Sure, you know sure, what sure, I mean? Sure. I do. Same with Howie. Yes, and your next person. So, Joey mm-hmm. Fatone, I love his face. Yeah. And I love his aura. And also, here are some really fun facts about Joey while we're on the subject. Actually, this has more to do with Lance, but... Lance is the godfather to Joey Fatone's daughters. I'm assuming because they're BFFs. Relationship in the bands? No, because they're best friends. From before the band? No, from the band. the band. Yes, through okay, the band. That's awesome. And I love that. They're still BFFs? Yes, and Aww. I love that Joe. Like I just Joey is seems like the kind of guy that I would be friends with. Yeah, I would agree with. And that. he's also mega talented. Like after. Like and sync was a thing. He went on to star like on date. Yes, on you saw him in Rent. I am jealous. Yeah. So he was really good. Yeah, I bet. Really good. And I we I didn't stage and film. That's amazing. Showed up and got the playbill. Right. We're like, oh my god. Wow. That is. I think it was Mark. That's a twofer. Yeah. Like not only are you getting to see Rent, but you get to see Joey Fatone. I mean, really. No, he's he's a talent. Yes. For sure. Yes. So he's number four. But that's like, it's a close tie between four and three. All right. Who's your number four? Okay. My number four, it's also a tough call between the four and the three slot. Mm-hmm. And I went, he gets the four slot strictly because he's shorter than me and mm. therefore cannot be. Chelsea is digging into her props. photos. I cannot wait. What is okay. happening? So, you know how I told you my mom in the Riga Royal, though. Stop my it. AJ <gasps> Oh, my God. God! See it, oh my God! I'm touching this very delicately to Chelsea and Jacob. And Jacob. Oh. Wow. Okay. Oh my Hold God. on. Let me pull up. Wait. Notes. How tall is he? He's little. You should see this napkin. 
I know. Well, it's, it's very fancy. And it has <laughs> leaves on the border. What even? To Chelsea and Jacob. Wow. Okay, so I texted my mom today and said... Where Did you bring you... that when you went... After, did you find that when you were in Michigan? I or did. Have you, oh, okay. Yes. Well, the funny thing I didn't know I if you just... Tra- if it traveled with my, you. This is Mandy Moore's signature <gasps> oh my from a different God. year. Wow. But, um, Your I mom... I re- it in the back of my John Travolta picture. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we, that episode hasn't aired. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's It's right. an OG. We'll Maybe we'll it, release but... it as, like, a bonus episode at yeah. some point. But Chelsea but... had a massive crush on John Travolta as a kid. Yes. So, and she has an autographed photo of him I that he to sent to her. Out, I flipped it over and I was like, "Oh my!" That's incredible. I love that. Okay. So here's what Lori has to say in her own words about AJ. AJ? Let's hear it. I I said, "Tell me, we're we're doing Battle of the Bands." Okay. For, wait, before you do this, yeah, yeah, and yeah. maybe she's going to tell you this, but how was it that your mom came upon him? Well, my mom is hit. She's always been hit. Okay, so she knew. She it wasn't knew. like, oh, you look really familiar. Heck no. Yeah. No. She was like, that's AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Heckin' no. Heckin' no. <laughs> no, no, no. My mom's oh my always, God, like, she that. knows more than I, let's not even play. Ugh. Okay? She keeps up with the Kardashians. I do Wow. <laughs> All right. She says, it was the weekend of the VMAs. I approached him in the lobby, and he was so five O's. Nice. Oh. Told him what a fan my daughter was and asked if he would sign an autograph for you. He was very gracious. I also remember he was very short <laughs> with an upside down smiley face. Did you look up his height? He's five foot eight. Yeah, I know. That's how tall your husband is. <laughs> I love it. I am five seven. Yeah, so, so that's I, short for you. I get it. I, I get it. You have to be. I mean, my husband's only five ten, so it's just, but I'm like. I want to feel dainty and small, and AJ is not going to make, make you feel, you feel dainty, dainty and small. And small. <laughs> I get it. One more quick fact about AJ. AJ struggled with addiction Aww. in his career with drugs and alcohol, and he went on the Oprah show to talk about his struggles. Really? And Did he surprise, deal with that as a result of his boy band life, do you think? Yes. Oh, okay. He, he, said he says that? the fame and the, the quick, I like, get the it. quick... Yeah, it wasn't like fame. gradual. It was just like you're a nobody, and then you're getting mobbed by and, people. Right, and now you're somebody, and you have access to it. Like, Ugh, I'm sure it's that's gotta be hard. Have you seen oh, that's the movie true. Rockstar? No, I haven't. <laughs> what? It's my favorite. Movie. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen it ten times because oh, Josh 10? has a man crush on him. 150. It's fine. Um. Anyway, so he had an addiction. So he went on the Oprah show and was talking about it, and this was like. 2002 range, mm-hmm. so they weren't really, like, pumping jams out at this time. Okay. And as a surprise, all the other boys showed up there to offer their support and say, like, we love you and we support you through this. Oh, my God. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's my number four. Guys showing up for each other. I love that. I love it. Can I tell you that I love AJ? Like, you love AJ? He, okay. He has an amazing voice, and he's mad cool. Yeah, so mad the cool. the factor is only, it's yes. strictly appearance. Yes, so he's got an amazing voice. Yeah. He seems really cool. The story that your mom shared with you, mm-hmm. I, I love him even more. 10 out of 10. And he seems like the kind of guy, he's like got an edge to him yep. that I like, and I am excited and about it. through some shit and overcome something. Yes, and like. You could date AJ because I could because I'm only five feet tall. (laughs) Yes, if we're talking about height, he qualifies. Qualifies. There's a podcast that we listen to called Middle Children. It's amazing. They're having a live show right now that we had to debate: do we record (sighs) battle boy bands or do we participate? But Chris, if you listen to this, and you probably don't, but if you do listen, we hope you will. (laughs) 
We love you. But what I was going to say is they make reference to height all the time. Like their perfect height is like 6'2", 6'3". It's like a running joke. But for me, height is less of an issue because I am so short. But yeah, AJ's at the top of my list for BSB because of his edge slash bad boy slash raspy voice like powerhouse. This is so when it comes to my crushes, the only one who's like straight up out is Howie. Mm, yeah, you know I, mean? I hear. Yeah, that's like, exactly how I feel about Chris. They're all wow. So even though AJ's number four, he—it's like a tight race. It's a tight. It's yeah. a tight four. It's, it's tight, tight top tight, four. Tight, 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 I like tight. it. Okay, my three. number three. Oh, I can't wait to hear who your three is because now we're getting down to. I know the wire. The wire. It's going right. to be Lance. Okay. Lance. I get it. But is it because he's gay and you can't date him? So you're no. shrinking. No, 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 not at all. Um, but I will say. He seems I, timid. He seems a little timid, but also, like, as he has grown and as he has matured and, he, you know, as he's come out and really, like, come into his own, I think that we would be best friends. Sure. I, since we were going with crushes, mm-hmm. I wondered if you would put Lance as number five because he's already no. out of race. No, because you know what? Maybe this is a platonic crush. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Fair but enough. let me tell you. He... His favorite music bands are Aerosmith. I love oh, yeah. Aerosmith. Googled. And they, per- oh, well, I'll bring this up later, but, you know, NSYNC yeah. performed with Aerosmith and Britney at the Super Bowl. Oh. I wonder what that was like for him. That must have been like, that would be like. like dream come true. That would be like Adam being able to, like, play football with the Cowboys. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, he also loves the Goo Goo Dolls and Journey. And I, I love the Goo Goo Dolls. Me I saw them in too. Concert. Did you really? Oh, yeah. And his favorite actress is Lucille Ball. Okay. And I am obsessed with her. Yeah. Good my, choice. Yes. What a, like, I know. cool choice. I know. favorite actress. And my grandmother, remi- like, had a lot of, like, she's very similar to Lucille Ball and her humor. So, like, soft spot for me. If we'd had a girl, like, if we'd had a daughter, her name would have been Lucy. Ugh. He's also a, quote, huge Dr. Seuss fan. Love Dr. Seuss. And um, like I said before, he and Joey are best friends, which I love. Sure, sure. I just love, like, the thought of the two of them, like, being besties just fills my heart with joy. Yeah. And then, you know, he got married in 2011. Everyone was there except for Justin because he was on tour. Justin has missed several things because of his tours. I guess mm-hmm. heavy, heavy is the head that wears the crown. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Lance and his husband, Michael Turchin, they were the first same-sex couple to exchange vows on cable television. Aw, really? Yes. Get it, Lance. I remember I when know. he came out and it was like a whole thing. It was like on a magazine cover. That's yeah. how he came out. And like, God bless him. It was so hard back then. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it was getting a little bit easier at that time, but yeah. definitely not easy. And especially when you are seen as like, what would you say, like a, a heartthrob. Right. Like now you are. Being, right. You know what I and mean? And like, I wonder if the reason why he dated girls, like, is it because he just didn't, he was confused about his own sexuality or he, there's no way he was confused. He so. just wasn't, he couldn't come to terms with it I at that point. that's what happens to a lot of people, right? I don't even think yeah. it's people coming to terms. I think like they come to terms with it, but they feel like they have to put on this performance yeah. especially as Right. Especially as you said, especially as a teen heartthrob. Heart oh yeah. my God. So 
I don't remember if I said this, but he got married in 2014. I may have accidentally said 2011, but that's when they started dating. So they have been trying, he and his husband, Michael, have been trying to have a baby via surrogate and unfortunately have not been able to yet. They had, um, they've tried nine times. Oh my Isn't that God. heartbreaking? I know. So the, in March of 2020, he announced that they had lost a baby via the surrogate, having a miscarriage at eight weeks. And again, that was their ninth attempt. I mean, they deserve a baby. I agree. And like, what an interesting perspective, because, you know, you hear about women having, you know, you, I have mm. friends, I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. like I have women friends who have fertility struggles and all and that who have suffered and, losses, yeah, who have suffered losses and all that jazz. And I have never... <laughs> You don't think about it from I, no. that perspective, from a man's perspective, right. or or like a same-sex couple's same-sex perspective. Couple's perspective, and also, right. yeah, the only experience I have with a same-sex couple having children was uh, Kim and Erica. Who yes, absolute like wild success. Right, and then um, a couple who I photographed their wedding, and wild success. So right. It's, I'm like, oh, yeah. I so when you hear, like, a... someone struggle with it, you're like, oh, yes, there is another side to this coin. And yeah. it is a sad side. So anyway. Cool. Number three. Who's your number three? My number three is Kevin. That's fair. Um, As a child, he didn't really do anything for me because his facial hair, like, <laughs> reminded me of my dad. He looked really old. Yeah. He I looked, get it. But only because of his facial hair. Right. But now, looking back on him, I'm like. Oh, you're handsome. Look, he kind of hot. <laughs> You know? Low-key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, great voice. Yes. Like, great voice. And he's just, like, a calm presence. Mm-hmm. You know, in the opposite of, like, not doing anything for me like how he does. Like, right. Pers- similar to Lance. Similar right. to your number three spot. Right. Like, just this, like, calm. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Bringing the balance here. Isn't that funny? Yeah. So he also, he gets my number three spot. I don't have a ton of fun facts on him because I'm saving them all for my number one. Do you feel like, and it's funny because our number fours are both like, you had AJ and I had Joey. And I feel like they're probably the loudest people at a party. How funny. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. My number two is probably going to shock some people. No. Is it Justin? It is. Okay. Because he would also be my number two. I love it. I love it. Okay. Justin Timberlake. Listen. He's my number two, but... I saw him sweating in concert two years ago, and it was a sight for the eyes. I saw him in concert two years ago with my sister-in-law and a friend of ours and a few other people, and we were, we had, like, general admission seats at Pepsi Arena, or it's not Pepsi Arena anymore, Times Union Center. So we were on the floor, like, right on the rail. Literally, like, there was just a rail separating me from Justin Timberlake. you invited me, and I couldn't go. You had a wedding, right? I was shooting a wedding. Well, that's unfortunate. Because let me tell you, that concert was the tits. It was so fun. He put on such an incredible performance. I loved it. Okay, fun facts about Justin. I have really none. Everyone knows who Justin Timberlake is. Like, we don't need fun facts. I would say um, a fun fact as Team BSB Mm -hmm. over here is I love Justin's solo career. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Even though I'm Team Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Justin's solo career really crushed it. And he, like, he, he strikes me as the kind of guy that, like, he makes friends easily. Yep. He's got a ton of charisma. He is talented. Super There's talented. no doubt about that. Is he's very he... funny. I love when yes. he's together with Jimmy Fallon and yes. stuff, whether it's on SNL or on Jimmy Yeah, Fallon's he's super funny. 
Um, he stars in the Trolls movies, which my son loves. Now, so. do you want the bummer? You know what the bummer is. I know what the bummer is. But before you. you tell us the bummer, okay, okay, okay. my sister-in-law, who I just mentioned, and brother-in-law, Adam's brother, they live in Westport, Connecticut. And Justin and Jessica Beale are either buying a house there or they were considering buying a house there. I don't know. But Marissa was very excited at the prospect of potentially seeing him out in town. As anyone would be. You know who she has seen out and about? What is her... What's her name? Who was the actress in, like... Was it... Remember she, like, finds out she's a princess? Is that Anne Hathaway? Yes. Oh, yeah. So Anne Hathaway lives in Westport, and Marissa has seen her out and about. And she saw her at a coffee shop once, and she frequents a lot. And Anne Hathaway, I, I can't remember if she was pregnant or not at the time, but she turned around and said to Josh and Marissa, your daughter is so cute. Okay. I know. And Marissa was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. So funny, right? Okay, so now Chelsea. And Quick this bummer. is. Okay, but this is also why he, like, is my number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he would still be my number two, but, like, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Sure, sure. Tell us. All right, well. Um, a friend of a friend. A friend of a friend, yes. It was. It's a client of mine. Uh, I was taking her newborn photos. I have no freaking clue how we got on the topic of Justin Timberlake, but we did. And she lives in New York City. And, like, one of her good friends is a makeup artist Mm -hmm. who has worked with Justin Timberlake on tour and things like that. Okay. And reported that he is a bit of a man whore. Mm. He whores it up often. He's not one for the vows. And that was a huge bummer to me. That is a real big bummer. Allegedly, because obviously I don't know fact-wise. Right. But. I mean, I'm not, I can't say I'm surprised. Right. But it's still disappointing. Like Beyonce and Jay-Z, remember like the fucking Lemonade album and Becky Uh, Good Hair and all that jazz? Remember the (laughs) elevator fight? (laughs) Yeah. That's... With her sister. Uh-huh. I you mean, want another Riga Royal story? Fucking. Lori? Ha- yes. Okay. Lori met Jay-Z in an elevator at the Riga Royal. Stop <laughs> it. So it became like a running joke with our family <laughs> oh after that video God. came out where Lori's like, I'm the OG who had an experience with Okay, Jay-Z so wait. When, when your mom met him in the elevator, was she like, oh my God, it's so nice to meet you? Like, did he speak to her? What happened? I don't. Oh God, I don't. Um, here. Pause. We're gonna call her. Okay. <laughs> Can we air this? Oh my gosh! That okay, would be good. Fun. Let's put her on speaker. I hope she answers. Hello. Hi. Hi. Can you tell your Jay Z in an elevator story? Oh no. We just want to know. Did you say anything? Did you? No. Okay, no. so just real quick, tell us the story. Chelsea. Okay. Well, it was before he was like really big, but I but big enough that I knew who he was. Right. Yep. Because you're hip. We've we've already discussed right. this. Lori, I love right. that. <laughs> he had a young boy with him that was his nephew, and I don't remember. I must have asked him. The kid had a Buffalo Bills jersey on. I remember that. And he, like, nodded at me because (laughs) I think he knew, like, I recognized him because I just kind of, like, smiled. (laughs) So then he um, 
got off the elevator and went got there was like a jaguar parked out there like somebody was coming to pick he and the kid up and that was it but i mean it was a long elevator ride in the regal royal but um but that's how cool you are that you weren't like oh my god jay-z you're like yeah (laughs) but it it was like i said i knew who he i knew who he was because i knew who he was do you remember what year this was oh my gosh well, again, I'm thinking it was the late 90s. When did he, like, be, I don't know. Like, there was no Beyonce in his life or anything like that at that point in time at yeah, all. I, I'll have to research his career, too. But uh-huh. late 90s is a good enough answer for us. I feel like that's when it was. I mean, I feel like it was before 9-11 because that's kind of always my timeline of my New York trips. Yeah. But we we did still stay at the Regal Royal after 9-11, but... Okay, so wait. I feel like... I was just saying at the beginning of the pod, and I must have had it wrong, did the VMAs change the date and location after... After 9-11. Okay. But you still went back? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We were there on the first anniversary of 9-11. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was yeah. weird. Every reporter in the world was in New York City on that. Yeah. On that day, you know. Oh, so. right. Because they were probably doing like a tribute concert. Yes. Oh. Well, okay. well, they were just there to see what was going on in the USA. Got you it. Know, basically on yeah. that date. So um, it was interesting time talking to people at bars and restaurants and stuff. But I feel like that was more like the late 90s with Jay. With Jay. First name basis. I you know. love that. Back in my day. When well, I was in probably, you you get, you know, it was in my mid-30s at that point. Oh, my gosh. Us. So what you're saying yeah. is that we should go down to New York City once this pandemic yes. is over and stay at this hotel. Well, I don't know if that's the place that yeah, Chelsea changed right to the London. That's what I, and I was like, I haven't worked in the city in years now, so I don't yeah. know if it's I mean, still the same name. I mean, because, like, for a few years, it was, like, super hot. And then, like, the last few, like, I sat next to Carrot Top at the bar. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, you always saw Cindy Lauper, John Stamos. Like, I always saw people there. Oh, my Sam God. Bar, I mean, tons of people. More people there than anywhere that's amazing so yeah it was fun times well i was telling that you were the original woman in the elevator with jay-z and jill was like well did she say anything and i was like "Ooh, i was not prepared for that question let's well, give her there a call was a conversation but there was enough like non-conversation to know that there was Ooh. That makes sense. yes <laughs> it's all in the body, body language, language. <laughs> just, no just like i i knew who he was and he knew i knew was but it wasn't like i don't know but you weren't like obnoxious about it oh not at all yeah i, I really don't even i just think it was kind of like hi and bye basically i you know love that I so cool well thank you very okay. much all right i love you bye great girls love you bye <laughs> my god i love lori okay, so that is the tale and what a tale it and was and what a tale it was um, that was a distraction. We're, we were talking about Justin, and I don't know yes. how we led to that. Jay-Z in an elevator, Beyonce yes. eliminated Disappointment. Okay. Disappointment. So I'll go with my number two, which also might be a surprise, is Nick Carter. That is a surprise. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you why. 
Tell and me. It's pretty simple. Tell me why. Um, this is about to be a heartbreak. <laughs> because he's like a pretty boy. Yes. And that's not really my jam. But I felt like I feel like he is the token hot boy of the band. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, he's the one that everybody is. Isn't like, that funny? Yeah. Our number, like our numbers, know, have really lined up. It shows like what we're attracted to. Wow. <laughs> Chelsea and I, one mind. One mind. But yeah, he's just, um, I'm like, my boyfriend can't be prettier than me. Agreed. Like, you have to look like a man and like a, like right. a, like a little rugged. I will say he has manned up a oh, bit. Oh, I agree. Yeah. But back, but back then. In, then, especially with that mushroom haircut, oh, like, yeah. what even? That and, bowl um, cut, it wasn't even, I mean, it was just terrible. I mean, that was what was going on i know but unfortunately 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 it's right my high school boyfriend definitely sported that haircut mm. and um but yeah nick carter's like a pretty boy and his solo career was a total flop I like know. a huge Poor guy. major flop he tried to be a justin and whoop, whoop, did not work did not work out but yeah he's my number two okay so now your turn obviously number one jc my number one is jc joshua scott shazay let me tell you something about this blue-eyed brunette. He's a babe. He is an absolute babe with a jawline that could cut diamonds. Okay? And a face that, I I mean, there are no words. Okay? And I have lots of fun facts about him because I love him. Yep, I also have lots of fun facts about mine. Let me tell you about my boy Joshua Shazay. So, uh, he, much like Nick Carter, attempted to go solo. It did not work out as I well as Justin's that. solo career, obviously. But he did have a couple of singles. Um, and Justin helped produce a few songs for this album called The Story of Kate in 2007. And he said, in my opinion... He had the best voice out of all of us. Aww. Out of all the boy bands, call him what you will, he was the one that could outsing all of us. And I've known him since I was 12, so it was fun to sit behind the board and push him because he was, like, helping to, That's you know, so produce nice. the songs. But it's true. Like, he had the best voice, a powerhouse voice. So he still works as a songwriter and a producer. He's written songs for David Archuleta, Matthew Morrison, and... Yeah, David Archuleta, the little I the know. voice winner, right? And also the Backstreet Boys. Oh, um, no. Isn't that funny? Um, so I love him. He's the best. He would be my number one in NSYNC, too. Well, like gonna... my numbers would be the same as yours, except I might have put Lance at number four. My you're gonna have you're gonna have to fight him for me. <laughs> I don't it's know fine. What to I'll tell go you. with my numero. So yeah, so JC, I love him forever. He was all he's always been my favorite. He will always be my favorite. The only time that I will say he had a lapse in judgment was when he let his hair grow a little bit. Yeah, um, it's funny you bring that up because it's a little bit grown out in the bye 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 vid. And yeah, it's a lot to take in. And you know what's so funny is that he started his career with NSYNC with like the a high cut. and tight, like yeah. good, like. Yep. And then he was like, you know what? I'm gonna let it get a little floppy. It looked wild. Like, like it why would you do that? A little out of control. Yeah. 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 So anyway. Okay, my numero uno is Brian. Yes, I figured that because I think he is the full package. Tell me more. He sings the most. He does. He sings the most. He has a great voice. Yes. Sings with 
confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, he's cool, but mm-hmm. he's not like so cool that he's he not cocky. He's better than you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like he's good looking, but he's not drop dead gorgeous. So I'm not like that's a good. Yeah, I see what you mean. I'm not intimidated. Right. By your beauty. Wow. His less than redeeming factor than me is his earring. <laughs> not a fan of the earring, but that's, that's something that if we got together, Brian, we could his work on earring. that. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. So we have to accept the faults of yes, our lovers, <laughs> as Kate would say. Sorry. We just have to accept these faults of our partners. <laughs> the best. Okay. So Brian was born with a congenital hole in his heart that got like progressively worse in his um, time with the Backstreet Boys. Can I interject here for yeah, a second? Yeah. yeah. Your mom was just talking about Cindy Lauper. Mm-hmm. There's a hole in my heart that goes all the way to China. <laughs> Gotta fill it up with love before I fall inside. Yeah. That goes out to you, Lori. <laughs> That's for you. Brian oh, had a hole in his heart. He had a much hole in like his Cindy Lauper. It got worse. Um, he he his doctors were like, bro, you need heart surgery. And he's like, dude, I'm at the height of my career. He postponed his heart surgery two times. Oh, God. He finally got it done in May of 98. And I don't know why, but this fun fact, like, made me LOL. Let me hear it. Because this is the sentence. He got the surgery done in 98, so the boys postponed their tour until July. That's, like, two months. He was like, I had open heart surgery. I'm going to need, I'll be back in two months. Yeah. And he went back on tour like two months later. Okay. But was, I wonder if he like, you know, when you're at the gym and they're like leading you through a workout and they're like, here's the modified version. Yeah. He probably like lived. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. But my point is I cannot believe he went back on tour. Oh my God. They're like, oh, we have postponed it for like two months. But um, and another fun fact about Brian is he is the one who filed the lawsuit. Oh. Um. Do the rest of his boys join him? They backed him up. Oh, okay. He is okay. the one who was like, "Yo, this is fucked here. Something because, odd yep, is happening in Oz." <laughs> because he's like, they've made ten million in revenue and they've only paid us three hundred thousand. Yeah, I've um, read that. That is ridiculous. It's outrageous. It was settled outside of court. I wonder what's next. What the settlement was. Break. Let's. What do you want to do? Let's take a quick break. Let's take it back to the nineties. That's where you cats gonna find me. Uh, Let's take it back to the nineties. It's Chelsea. Okay, so I'm not totally sure what happened, but for some reason there's like 15 seconds missing from when Jill and I came back from commercial break. So I just wanted to take a quick second to catch you up so that when we pop back into our conversation, it makes sense to you. So coming back, we decided to do the same sort of process we did for our crushes as our top five favorite songs. And Jill started, and since it's only fair for me to give an intro to her number five song the same way mine got it i'm just gonna play you guys a little clip okay that's jill's five spot now doing a jam out um 
you and I challenged each other to find a song from the other band that we couldn't even deny is a bop. And this is I, this is not the, this was my honorable mention. I love it. So yeah, I agree. I'm glad. Pop is a bop. Pop is a bop. All right, my number five for BSB. Oh, girl. Don't want you back. The Millennium album. Can't even act like I don't love it. Tell me more. Is that it? It's really, it's like, so I went through and listened to all the albums again, obviously, and uh-huh. deciding all of this. And I, I like, wrote down, is it worth being a favorite or is it not? Right? Mm-hmm. And it was one of the ones where... I tried multiple times to be like, no, 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 I'm not going to put that one in. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't. I just, I love it. I know every word. I'm going to sing to it. It's a bop. <laughs> love that. It also reminds me, when you talk about, like, categorizing things, it reminds me of Tom Haverford at Parks and Rock, where he's like, Parks and Wreck, <laughs> where he's like, is it a banger? Like, what are the beats per minute? Yeah. And he's, like, categorizing his songs, and it's accurate. You're, like, when we were, I don't know about you, but when I was, like, trying to figure out what my top five were, I was going through that. Is this a banger? Well, is this know, a bop? What is so funny is I, yeah, because I, um, my number one and my number two, I only had to decide mm. who got number one and number two. Okay. And then three, four, and five, I'm, like, yo, <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> Yeah. I love that. I Tom Hannaford did it up. Wow. It's I got love... the vocals. It's got the emotion. It's catchy. It makes me do this when they go boom, boom, boom. Oh, yes. Chelsea was just fist, fist pumping. Yeah. All right. Number four. My number four. I have lots of things to say about this song. I mean, the meme alone makes it worthy of top five status. The meme. Let me tell you all. <laughs> For those of you who don't know. My if you vir- don't know, do you live under a rock? If you don't know the meme, you should stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> but don't, because we would like we your ratings you. and it's reviews fine. and Come subscribes. Back. So when Justin Timberlake says it's going to be me, he sounds like he's saying it's going to be May, as in May the month, like the M-A-Y. fifth, as like the fifth month of the year. So there's a meme, right? It's like, oh, every year, like it's going to be May. Like you post with that his on ramen a- hair. With his ramen hair. If you don't post that meme on April 30th, like are you are even you like, are you American? Are you even someone who uses social media? Yeah. So that is one of my favorite memes. I post it every year. Part of the reason being, actually the majority of the reason being, May is the best month. Do you want to know why? Oh, I mean, you're born that month. That's exactly. Your son Will is yeah. born that I month. I mean, that's exactly why. I mean, Will aside. Summer, Memorial Day, I'm here for Will it. aside, May is the best month because I was born mm-hmm. the end. But I also, agree. to your point, like, Memorial Day. It's like the unofficial start to summer. Yep. Spring is springing. Spring has sprung yes. by that point. Spring May, has sprung. There are flowers. There are allergies. Like, I'm definitely sneezing and I'm sneezing. like overdosing on Zyrtec, which is just a sign of good things to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be me. And May. also, it's going to be May. <laughs> and I love, you know what I love about the song, too? Okay. Well, hold on. What I love about the meme, I guess I should say, is that my friends and family all know, they're like, oh, Jill. It's about that time for you to post your meme. I'm like, I know, bitch. Listen, Don't worry. I got it on lock. I know. 
You want to know? Facebook memories are going to remind me. It's not true. Okay? You want to know another really fun fact oh. and why this song will always hold a special piece oh, in my 100%. heart. So Adam and I got married back in not in May. It was March. It was. It was March 29th, 2014. It was a cloudy day. It was raining at some and point. Like a the bitch that you are, I wasn't even invited. Chelsea and I didn't know each other at that time, but, but I still get mad. But our running joke is like, I can't believe you weren't at my wedding. <laughs> like, I can't believe you weren't at my wedding and you weren't in my wedding. Like, how dare you? How dare you? So, when we were doing photos, you know, I had the jams pumping that day. Obviously, I heard this story from not you but Jeff Foley. It was. I, I mean, that is incredible. Jeff Foley was our photographer, so. Apparently he loved he loved my sisters and I so much that he shared the story with Chelsea, which I love. Mm-hmm. So my family is incredibly talented. Yes. Very musically talented. That gene skipped me a bit. <laughs> I mean, I can harmonize like no other, but that's where my talent ends. So He's taking pictures of my sisters and I. I've got three younger sisters. And he's like, okay, just have fun with it. And I'm like, we need we need a hot jam. Like, we need a good song. And, again, I have, like, my Bose speaker with my phone hooked up to it. Hey, Bose, you want to sponsor us? Hashtag ad. Keep sponsor going. us. So I'm like, skip this song. Skip this song. We need a banger. We need a Tom Haverford banger. And then the song... It's going to be me came on and my sisters and I started singing along and like basically like performing for the camera. But it wasn't really performing. It's just who we are. Um, Yeah. They're everything about the I've seen those photos. Again, yeah. Not from you, from Jeff Foley. <laughs> and, I love um, Did you see them before we were friends? No, no. Oh, OK. You know, I know Jeff from the photography community. Yes. And then I. You know, when you and I were friends, I'm one of my first questions, apparently, if you become my friend, is who photographed your wedding? And <laughs> so she can cyber stalk your wedding photos. Well, I know because I want to know if I know. Oh, I, yeah. I know a bunch of the photographers That's from true. the area. I'm right, like, right, oh, right. Man, yeah, I know Jeff yeah, Foley. Yeah. And so then I was um, working with him and I'm like, hey, how well do you remember the couples? Right. You shoot. And right. he's like, I like to think I remember everybody. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, like, one of my new friends, Jill, because you yeah. were my new friend, Jill, oh my at God. the time. I'm like, you photographed her wedding. And he was like, that's what he remembered. Yeah. That was his moment that he remembered. He was like, I remember that wedding 100% because she and her sisters sang It's Gonna Be Me. And it's like one of my favorite series of getting Aww. ready photos I've ever taken. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. But yeah, it was super fun. My sisters and I are... When we get together, it's a lot of fun. But anyway, so yeah. You'll have to post when we do the Instagram. Yes. So this song will always hold a special place in my heart because of that. And the bonding with your sissies. Exactly. Plus the meme. I mean, you got the meme. You got the sister bonding. It's just all around. What more do you need in life? What more do you need for a number four spot? All right. I'm coming in with my number four. Another from the Millennium album. Oh, yeah. Larger than life, baby. I love it. So the thing I remember the most about this song is the music video. Tell me. Um, I don't remember it at all. It's a super, like, futuristic music video. So their album, 
Millennium. I'm not sure if it dropped in 99 or it had to have been 99 because I went to that concert. And I, yeah, it dropped in 99. Okay? <laughs> so this is when everybody thought Y2K was going to Oh, happen. my like, God. That's right. In 2000. So <laughs> their Millennium album, um, I think that's why they called it that. They're like right. future focused. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? And it's very like, and even like the album art was very futuristic. Very futuristic. I remember the this. whole tour was futuristic, blah, blah, blah. So the music video to this, they're like in a spaceship. And yes. they're trying to that's imagine right. like what the future would be like or whatever. And I just remember like the first time I heard this song was through the music video. Mm. And being like, was it on TRL? Probably. <laughs> and just being like totally entranced and yes. being like, oh my gosh. I love this. that. And that was like, I think it was one of the first ones they dropped before they dropped the album. Mm, you know what I mean? Yes. It was like the single. Which is so funny because I don't rem- like, I don't know if it's different now, but that's what they did. You like dropped a single and then the album. I know. I don't know. I don't but know. I don't listen to the radio anymore. That's I, like, just it. It's so own. different now. And I kind of hate that because. I do too. It's like what I was saying. I think last week we recorded my Whacker All That. Yeah. Which I don't know if it's aired. It was like CD. Hasn't aired yet. No. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's I'm coming next that. week. <laughs> but yeah, like I miss discovering new music that way. Like yeah. how else? You don't really discover new music. Unless and... someone tells you. Right. Or like, I don't know. And but... I read an article recently that said if you listen to music that you that you don't know, it's good for your brain. Oh, wow. And Yeah. So... That's cool to know. It is. And when I read that article, I was like, I need to start listening to the radio again. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I don't want to. <laughs> but I do want I do want to, like, live that Lori Boss life where I am hip. You're hip and you know what's going yeah, on. So yeah. So I guess radio is. I think we have to do it. Ugh, it's a sacrifice I guess I'm willing to make. Lay it on me with your number three. Oh, yes, girl. Merry Christmas. This is a bop. Um, guys. Fun fact. I never owned an NSYNC album. Really? Except for that one. The really? Holiday. I have an NSYNC holiday album, so I agree. What a great song. Good not, choice for your number three, Scott. Not for nothing, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that Backstreet Boys, do they have a holiday album? I gotta be honest. I don't think so. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. So Ugh, I've got that leg up on you. So I love this song. I love it so much. It's ridiculous. Also, I, mean, I agree. Here's the thing, right? And I was talking to someone at work about this today. Mariah Carey, when she came out with All I Want for Christmas is You, it became like a hit yeah, yeah, and yeah. a classic, a modern day classic. This has this it was like i'm at a loss for words because when you think of christmas songs you think of like the little drummer boy silent night and then you think of like (laughs) right and right and you think of all i want for christmas is you by mariah carey and merry christmas happy holidays like modern day classics that have like weaved their way into the holiday like yeah christmas well it's true because like christmas is like you played the same song right. forever right so you're that's right. exactly Instincts, right merry christmas and, and, and happy holidays has definitely weaseled its way into you have to play it and if you don't play it are you even celebrating are you the even holidays? american i mean again? what even are you even american <laughs> so 
There is a uh, one of Adam's really good friends from college. Um, I make this drink every Christmas called coquito, which is like oh yeah, you brought it over last Christmas. I did. It's basically like some people might call it a Puerto Rican eggnog. Um, it's good. It's really good. It's got coconut and rum, and I make it so that you can taste the rum at the back of your throat, like it tingles the back of your throat, so you know you're you're getting good and jolly if you drink We're this. Gonna be jolly. And one of Adam's friends was like, it's a wonderful feeling. Feel the love in the room from the floor to the ceiling. It's that time of year. Coquito time is here. Oh, and I'm like, yes. oh, shit. So that's that's what I do. Yeah, like, yeah. that's that's my jam. Yeah, when, I'm mix, when I'm mixing up my you're Coquito like, from I my friends. My, um, like, if you're the main character in a movie, I need my uh, soundtrack, please. And that is in my soundtrack. soundtrack. Absolutely. So... I yeah. love that for you. <laughs> I love it for me, too. All right, my number three. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. As long as you love me. It's a banger. It's a banger. It's from their first U.S known album backstreets back the music video is horrifically wonderful <laughs> it's got like bring it on vibes they're like auditioning i think that's right and then halfway through they like switch to auditioning to now they are auditioning like the women and singing like as long as you love me oh now the lyrics God. are like codependent and i'm not here for it but it is catchy as fuck. It and is. If it comes on. You're obviously going to listen to it. Full blast. And you're going to sing along to 100%. every word. And it's so funny because as I was listening, not just to NSYNC, but to Backstreet Boys mm-hmm. and preparing for today's episode, I was like, wow, the the lyrics just roll off my tongue. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it's ingrained they're, they're, they're in like, my memory. What part of your brain is that where they stay locked away and stored for the second it comes on the radio and you're like, hey, hey, hey. Right. Right. I'm here for you. I love it. Yeah. That's my numero three. We're getting into the, the money here. Two. Okay. Wow. 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 What's number two? I think my favorite part of this is the fact that Chelsea just did fist-pumping dance move from the video, which is what I remember the most from the video. Mm-hmm. Don't want to be a fool for you. Just another player in the game for two. So this is off their No Strings Attached album. And for those of you who don't know, No Strings Attached. It's their second one? It's their second album. Okay. Oh, here's a fun fact. Mm-hmm. You know how you were like, oh, Backstreet Boys is the best-selling boy band of all time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Backstreet Boys, ha- they have sold... Um, over like 130 million records. I know. And Sync has sold over 70 million. But and Sync only released 3 mm-hmm. albums mm-hmm. plus their Christmas album which mm-hmm. I mean is mostly just a repeat of Christmas standards, right? Yeah, yeah. So, not for nothing, but and Sync has more Record sales per album, like on average, well, than see. 
Backstreet Boys. Um, I mean, I'm just putting it out there. But, um, yeah, one of my favorite things about this, I mean, the video for this was incredible. Incredible, incredible. So, no strings attached. This is the album that they released after they sued the shit out of Lou Pearlman. Okay. So, no strings, this Bye 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 is off of their album No Strings Attached. Mm Mm-hmm. Which they released after they signed with Jive Records. This after is, they cut their ties with this Lou Pearlman, like yes, and RCA. And play on words. Literally, no strings attached. And what's yeah, and what's interesting is that, and this is a beef I have with Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I feel like their sound didn't change. What BSB? Yes, I would agree with that. Whereas NSYNC, but I don't know if that's a point against BSB or. For well, it's a gripe I have with them. Maybe you don't have with them, but <laughs> I have with them. Okay. Okay. If it pleases the court. If it may it please the court, that is a gripe I had with BSB. Like everything sounded the same to me. Whereas with NSYNC, I feel like once they signed with um, Jive, their sound changed, and I sure. feel like they were more true to. Well, at least what Justin Timberlake and JC wanted, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> they were the, the stars. Bye 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 is my Can't Even Deny It's a Bob. That is the Thank one you. Up, the honorable mention. Bye I Bye love Bye. Win. Thank you. I was obsessed with the music video. Yes. In that spinning box. The marionettes. Ugh, Too much. Even. Loved it. Thank you for acknowledging the greatness. You're welcome. Is it my turn for number two? It is. All right. Oh! It's everybody. They don't sing for a while. But this is a song that says back streets back. All right. If you don't want to dance when you heard that song, you are not my friend. Chelsea. Okay. This is. Is that your song you can't even deny you love? I can't even deny. All right. Literally can't even deny. Can't even deny. I it. love this song. I love it to pieces. It's a great song. It, it is, is a great song. It just hypes you. It's pure hype. It is. It's Ugh. pure hype. I can't. And I'm like, having a aggra- like I'm having like excited aggression right excited now. Excited aggression. I also remember being really jazzed to be like a fourth grader and be like, "Am I sexual?" <laughs> yeah. And be like, <laughs> "I'm not supposed to say that word, but I can't get in trouble because it's a song." The words of a song that my mom bought me the same. Do you remember the music video? For everybody? Yes. Well, I watched it today, so yes, I, I do. I loved now, that video. Now, it's funny because we are recording this in technically still spooky season. And it is a spooky season video. Spooky season video. My one beef with the everybody video is I don't think the dancing in the beginning when they're trying to, like, waltz around, like, matches the vibe. Right. I'm like, I get what you're doing, but the hype is, I'm, I'm more hyped than that already. You know what I love about this song? Tell me. The first 55 seconds, it's just hype music. It's We're just getting you hyped. That's literally it. And you know what? They did it. It works. It works. <laughs> I'm telling you. Really I'm works. hyped. I can't wait for you to start singing, but I'm not fast-forwarding. <laughs> trust. That's exactly yeah. right. You're, you're like, nope. I'm living like, for it. I'm living for it. Build. I was getting off. I was... <laughs> way to work this morning listening to it and i was like oh god i need the li- i need the song to start because i'm about to singing. i'm just so jazzed <laughs> like i'm about to pull it to work and i i'm not gonna get out of my car until the song concludes obviously. so i need it to start you're not a psychopath obviously obviously all right babe girl 
give me your numero uno, and I can't wait to hear what it is because you've already played the ones I would have predicted as your number one. You're all I ever wanted. Ah, uh, yeah. You're all I ever needed. I can't deny it, girl. Tell me what to do now. Listen to those harmonies. Good choice for number one. Thank you. You know what I love about this? What? Everything? Yes. yes. It was their first release, and it, like, wow, stands the test it. of time. Yeah, you're right. And JC features heavily on this one, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, he features heavily on all of them, but, I mean, I just... Yeah, I love this song. I love everything about it. It's a good one. It is a, a good, good one. one. It is. Ugh. You just love it so much. I do. That's it. There are no words. Like, yeah. I love it. Is I mean, is this Remember Fish Sticks? Remember Fish Sticks? I love this song. I love everything about it. All of my top five, like, I have to stop everything to listen to it. Like, I'm not going to switch my Pandora station if this comes on. Hell if, no. If this comes on, I'm going to listen to it until the end. And I'm, then if I can, I'm going to replay it. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Yes. When you were picking your top five, was number one slot a tough choice to make? Or was it obvious? It was difficult. Difficult? Was it contending for two and one? or I think so. But... I mean, you know what? I take that back. It wasn't that difficult because it was just like, I feel like they came out of the gate so strong. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's it. That's it. And then they just kept coming out with like the bangers. Like it, it was difficult for me. Honestly, it was difficult for me to narrow it to five. You probably I, dealt with the same I thing. I felt the same way. All right. I want to hear your number one right. and then we can do honorable mentions. Okay. Okay. No more at all. Oh, Wow. Yes. This was their first release, wasn't it? No. Oh, I lied. Their second album. My bad. It's the one we've been teasing all My night. Tell me why. Wow. Isn't that funny? We have been teasing all night. I didn't know this was her number one. This is yeah. just a song that, like, lives in my soul. In everyone's soul. My number one. This is a good song. Um. Okay. So, 10 out of 10. It's a perfect song to me. I love the guitar. I love the vocals. The music video is horrifically cheesy. I sent it to you the other day. I hope you watched it. Like this green screen and they're all oh, dancing in white and they're right. like fading in and out like ghosts. And I'm like, what is happening? And I love it. I love it. But, um, okay, so I, obviously, BSB, I'm team BSB, but I think their Millennium album is their best album. Like their first one is cool. Their Millennium album is really where they shine. Yeah, I agree with that. And, um, okay, so one of my, like, personal fun facts, and I'll just make you laugh at these folks, is we went on the Millennium Tour, and I totally remember when they played this song, just being like, oh, my God! Were you sobbing? No, I was too little to sob, but this is a <laughs> selfie that my friend me and Meredith took. We'll post it Chelsea, on you're, like, two in this picture. Oh my God. I'm not two. But I what am are you, wearing, 10? <laughs> probably. I am yeah, wearing... I can't wait for you guys to see this picture. A baby blue Old Navy Performance Fleece vest. <laughs> old Navy, Old Navy, Old Navy, Navy Performance, Performance Fleece. Fleece. And I remember being real excited about it. And do you see that butterfly clip? Oh. Do you see it? And that is right there. That's a pigtail bun. <laughs> see that? 
Oh God. That's a piggy tail butt. And these are my beautiful photos from the concert. But I just wow, 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 amazing. These were clearly taken with a digital yeah. <laughs> camera. You but, can't um, see shit, guys. This is so before Chelsea became a, a photographer. Tag. You know what's so funny? As what? I'm looking at these photos, I want to do this. Um, I am stretching her thumb to zoom in to zoom in like it's photo. like it's a like it's a, an iPhone, but it's just it's just a printed just photo. Bring it closer to your eye. There you go. Does not work. Um, <laughs> not I went same. and saw them in concert twice. Wow, and you are lucky. Tour, and let me tell you why. And it's pretty fun. Tell me why. Speaking of, so because um, so my mom knew I'm obsessed with the Backstreet Boys, so she and her friend bought. The four of us, like she and her friend bought are the two daughters. The four of us were going to see the Is this one of the together. friends that went to the Regency? No, it was not. Oh. But um, they were our neighbors. Okay. We were super tight. Oh. We had amazing seats. Mm-hmm. When we left the palace of Auburn Hills in Michigan, RIP, it no longer exists. Um, we saw the tour bus driving away. So we followed the tour bus but then we gave we like followed it for a while and then gave up when we realized they were going downtown detroit and (laughs) they had like six graders (laughs) it's fine um like we're not going out to bars tonight girls yeah so i already had this so then my like best friend in school because this is my friend from my neighborhood right was like oh my god chelsea i got tickets to the backstreet boys concert do you want to go with me and i was like Fuck yeah. i do but i couldn't tell her that i was already going oh. so i went twice <laughs> stop it i love that that's one of my random fun facts good times all right i want to hear what is your i know that you said like a couple of the ones i chose you were like yeah those are bobs mm-hmm. were there any others by nsync that you were like that's a bob um it's okay if the answer is no no because i have one that I love. That I haven't mentioned? Yeah. From BSB? Yes. Okay, tell me. Um, This actually might post-date the 90s. Is it the call? Yes! I, that is... Stop the, it! No, listen. This because... is why Chelsea and I are besties. <laughs> First of all, who features prominently on the call? Your boy, AJ? Oh, yeah. AJ's the one. Let me tell you a story about the That's call right. that changed my destiny. His husky, like, perfect voice. He's husky, yeah. Ugh. So, the call was going to be my number five. Oh. But then I decided it didn't qualify. Because, because it was. Because it was their 2000s album. Also, but, here's, here's, I have mixed feelings about the call. I mean, yeah, it's a song about a cheating I know. guy, but it's so catchy. I'm going to a place nearby. I gotta go. I should have said no. Someone's waiting for me. Me, me, me. Listen, baby, I'm sorry. <laughs> Gotta tell you, don't worry. Did you know this was a tiny desk concert? Neither did we. I will be late. Don't stay up. That's okay. a good one. So, yeah. That is... I love that song. Like, I mean, everybody backstreet's back has my heart. For sure, for sure. But the call... Is a, That's like me putting I'm um, bye bye bye. Right. And then pop. Is right. My it's like it's a bop. Honorable mention. It's a bop. What's your least favorite NSYNC song? <sighs> oh my god. The game is over. What is that song? I don't I even see your know face. that song. Yeah. It's on wow. there, no strings. No, celebrity. Yikes. Garbage. I have to admit, guys, 
By the time Celebrity came out, I was you were like, over it? yeah, a little bit. Okay. And, and then- also, I'm like a solid three years older than Chelsea, so that's probably why. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I put number one and number one. The game is over, and Space Cowboy were tied. But then the God must have spent a little more time on you. That- Get out of I here know. with that. First okay. of all, Space Cowboy, how dare you? No, I dare. The funny thing, Joe, is I went back listening to it thinking it was I was going to like it. And mm-hmm. then being like, what? Lisa Left Eye Lopez is, is uh, like raps. Okay. I don't care. R.I.P. It's awful. Okay. Wow. Give me your BSB flops. I'm ready. I can take Okay. It. Spanish Eyes. I agree. Is very hope like it's very like contrived and hokey. Like yeah. Spanish Eyes. Are you talking to someone from Spain? Or are you pretending to talk to like a Puerto Rican like me and you're like, oh it's Spanish Eyes because you're like I it's just that fa- one. It's right. the second one. Right. Sure. And that <laughs> bothers me. Yeah. That bothers me. Because I think that a lot of um artists do that. I mean, I think they went that route because Orlando, Miami, sure. Florida, sure. AJ House, you know, the whole thing. But still. But still, I agree. And I also I'm don't nervous. like I Need You Tonight. Oh, yeah. I agree. But you know what? What? That song, when you listen to it, sounds a lot like This I Promise You by NSYNC. Yeah. Like a lot. A lot. Um, but, but not. I love this, I promise you. Do you really? I yeah, do. I mean, it's okay. Oh, this, I promise you. I love this, yeah. I promise you. I need you tonight. I do not like. But you know what else I don't like about Backstreet Boys? So many of their songs are like. <laughs> Check yourself. Before you diss my boys. <laughs> They're very like. Okay. I shouldn't say I don't like this about them. Backstreet Boys did a great job with ballads. I yeah. guess you could say. Like. Yeah. Whereas NSYNC, I feel like they were like banger powerhouses, no, with the exception of everybody. Backstreet Boys' first album is a lot of ballads, like excessive, right? Excessive. Yeah. I would agree with that. It's like the first four songs are bops, right? And then it goes into ballads, right? And I do like the ballads. I still like it. Millennium has a little bit more variety. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. And those okay. Are yeah. So I have. My favorite and sync non-singles, Giddy Up is one of them. Do you remember Giddy Up? No. Giddy Up, Giddy Up, Giddy Up now. Nope. You know what's so funny is that this is a wholly inappropriate song for a teenager to be singing. Sure, of course. Ride it, ride it, ride it. That's what are you writing, girl? I'm riding right. right. It's like genuine. Speaking of Parks and Rec, genuine, the <laughs> genuine. Okay. Um, can I switch gears real quick to go back to our honorable mentions? Yeah. This makes me laugh out loud, right? 98 Degrees, okay? Oh, I'm goodness. Now, the 98 Degrees, and then I'm going to go through and list a few things we had so our, our listeners have a fair fight when they vote. Okay. okay. Let's um, hear it. All right, but first, 98 Degrees. So I listened to this album a lot one summer at my summer camp. I don't really remember it at all. Here, Jill, I'm just going to play the first, like, three seconds of every song and tell me what you notice. All right. Wow. I'm sensing a theme. The chimes. Wow, that's awful. 
And that's 98 degrees? Yep. Wow, that is terrible. Wow, and Sync and BSB were way more talented. Though. They didn't 100%. have to start with chimes. I have one more. You have, are, are these closing arguments here? This isn't a closing argument. Okay. This is just one more song that I love. Okay. It was Everything I Own off their first album. I don't even think I know that song. And I will give everything I own. No, okay, so like someone who owned the album knows that yes. song. I don't know. Okay, so this goes back to our Atlantis episode about how it's important to listen to an album in its entirety and yeah. how that is lost on us now. Yeah. So I remember listening to the song and my mom listening to it because I was playing it at the house. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh my God, that's a song by this group called Bread. So NSYNC basically redid, like, it was like their own rendition of it. It was a song written by David Gates for his band Bread for their 1972 album, Baby I'ma Want You. Here's some sad facts. <laughs> They're not so. You would think like that the song is a love song to someone that you miss or whatever, but But it was about. It wasn't about a yes, yes. It wasn't about a broken relationship. It was about his father who had passed away nine years before, Um, and it was before he had achieved his his success. David Gates before he had achieved his success with Bread, he said. I guess at his dad's funeral, a friend took David aside and said, your dad was so proud of what you were doing. And then David agreed and said, my success would have been so special to him as he was my greatest influence. So I decided to write and record everything I own about him. If you listen to the words, you sheltered me from harm, kept me warm. You gave me life. You gave my life to me, set me free. It says it all. I mean, can you even... But the way that JC laid his own vocals to this, obviously. The boy. Loved it. All right, Chelsea. Okay. Do you have any closing arguments? All right. I'm fair fight chime in, okay? I I wrote down some things you told me that I found interesting. And listen. I love it. I don't want to fight dirty with you, Joe. But it sounds like you're about to. No, no, no. I'm not going to. That's what I'm saying. I'm about to say... So, you know, I would want to go, BSB was first. Sure. But we're going to take that argument out of the equation. I like it. Okay? I like that. So here are some things they have in common. They both originally took off in Europe. Mm-hmm. And they were both five-member boy bands. Yes. Who were hugely successful. Yes. They both had awkward first performances. <laughs> Insect <laughs> being in Pleasure Island. Backstreet Boys being in SeaWorld. SeaWorld. <laughs> <clears throat> a point for NSYNC is they have a holiday album, and the Backstreet Boys do not. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, bitches. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, a point for Backstreet Boys. Which one do I want to go with? I mean. Wow. I'm going to <laughs> go with they had a hit in three different decades to that's... combat the holiday album. Well, I guess if you stick around long enough, that'll happen. That will happen. But you know what? That is a huge kudos to them. It is. And now I'm going to tell you, I want to give NSYNC a point for their band name because I think the cleverness behind it, the vibe of it is way better than Backstreet Boys, unfortunately. I have to agree with that. Lover. 
of all things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to follow that up with saying the Backstreet Boys are still together, technically. So if they were to do a reunion tour, I could go. And I don't know if you could go to an NSYNC reunion tour. So that's yeah, but, a point for the But have you boys. been to a Justin Timberlake concert? No, I was supposed to go with you, and I had to work. We've been over this. Quit well, well, well. How <laughs> the, the turntables turn have turned. <laughs> All right, Jelly, those are... Do you want to add any other closing arguments in here? I mean, we've, we've, talked, our, we've talked about our crushes, top five. Flops of the other can't even deny it's a bop. I think this has been a fair fight. It has been. I feel like it has been a fair fight. I would like to add a couple of things. Okay, go ahead. One of our friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yesterday, I asked a friend of ours whether she was NSYNC or BSB. Mm -hmm. And her response was NSYNC, obviously. And I said, thank you. I love that. And then she proceeded to tell a tale that it would only be okay coming from the mouth of a 1990s bopper. A hundred percent. She said, listen, let me tell you the tale. I was probably still am insane for NSYNC. In sixth grade, I was neutral as the day is long, just enjoying the debut album Bops. By seventh grade, I was told to pick a side. Pick a side. And I suited up in my NSYNC shirt. And from that moment, I hated BSB. She had a binder full of NSYNC info and photos. You know she wrote them in gel pens. Each member's information was printed in their favorite color. She typed it out in Comic Sans and printed it again in their favorite color. And then she three-hole punched it. For said binder. A binder to prove her point. She says she had every photo from, like, every bop magazine that could fit in a standard binder. And she also had a piece of confetti from a concert that she had glued onto a piece of construction paper and then put in a food saver bag and vacuum sealed. And then she lovingly placed it in her binder. She also advised that her friend Cassidy was a diehard BSB person until she and others made her choose in seventh grade. Made her choose is my favorite. I can picture the middle school drama being like, Can you imagine? You need to choose. Are you BSB or NSYNC? You have to choose a side. You can't be, you're not Switzerland. You have to choose. Cassidy was pressured into choosing NSYNC. I am assuming it was pressured based on the way that this conversation is going. Sure, 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 sure. And Vanessa goes on to say, even then, she chose NSYNC, but she left her BSB poster up, and I ripped it off her wall. (laughs) That's so funny. Okay. Because now I, you know, I read that conversation, but I also was, like, doing the bedtime thing at the time. Yes, sure. um, she commented on my like 911 vote BSB yes. or NSYNC yes. she wrote I would rip that poster off your wall and now <laughs> I get context clues y'all alright so is that your closing argument that someone who did the research and had to choose a side chose sync? yeah okay. I would like you to know that I is, would like that is all oh my, also hold on uh, one more fun fact about Vanessa <laughs> in softball your honor your honor apologies if I may interject Vanessa had a sweatshirt made 
with the last name Timberlake. And then her mother wore that sweatshirt as her cleaning shirt until about 10 years ago. Because she thought she was going to marry Justin. Well, that's why Vanessa had that sweatshirt made, yeah, but then sure, her sure. mom presumably wore it because she was like, well, Vanessa's done with this because she's actually a grown-up now. Yeah. So I'll but, wear this Timberlake jersey. Which I life. love for her. I love that for you. Okay, my closing argument, my last piece, the Your Honor, if the jury will please take into consideration... Don't get it twisted. Don't get Justin Timberlake's career mixed up with NSYNC, okay? Because, listen, I love me some JT. I'm here for it. Man of the Woods, I love that album. I bop out to it all the time, okay? But here we are. Our debate today Mm -hmm. is not Justin Timberlake versus the Backstreet Boys. It is NSYNC as a whole. Their (laughs) albums... Their performances, their music videos, their chemistry versus Backstreet Boys' three-decade-long camaraderie, performances, success. (coughs) Jilly herself said Backstreet Boys sold 130 million records. I mean, I'm not going to lie about facts, Chelsea, okay? What kind of a lawyer do you think I am? Now, listen, one other thing I want you to take into consideration is that Millennium, their album Millennium, hit the Billboard chart number one for, you know, success, success, success. But not only that, they stayed on that chart for 93 weeks. That is almost two years, okay? All right, I will admit. Mm, You will admit. While said argument is compelling mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i would like the court to take note of the fact that nsync sold more than 70 million records units i don't know i'm not a performer i don't know how this is counted by only releasing three original albums how many original albums has Backstreet Boys released? there's been more than three your honor again if you take into consideration the average and sequence. But we will leave this up to you, our listeners. We want to know. Now, I also, it was so fun to listen to these albums again. So you guys, just do it. It's gonna boost your serotonin. I if promise. you think I'm, I'm gonna listen to this album tomorrow, all day. You're right. You are correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I woke up. I gotta tell you. Today, I was in a funk in a funk i woke up i was like wow it's raining again excuse me it's raining again (laughs) this is bullshit it is raining again i'm like oh my god i just all i had on my plate today until tonight was like editing fifteen thousand photos literally fifteen thousand photos yeah it's not an exaggeration like i'm just gonna go blind sitting behind my computer today i and i'm like you know what i'm gonna do my research I love that. While I work. And it cheered me up. So I cannot encourage you enough to bust out your boy band hits and really take a solid listen. Consider the facts that you heard here today. These are facts from the internet so you know they are true. true. And vote. We want to know. We're going to settle this debate right here, right now, once and for all. You guys. You. America decides tonight tonight 
today. And real quick, we should have put this at the top of the episode, but we recorded, no, we said this, we were recording this before the election. Yes. So if you're like, wow, these girls are way too happy for the day after the election, <laughs> please know this episode has been recorded. This is a pre-recorded episode. It is October 28th as we are recording this. It is a Wednesday. The world is still our oyster as far as we're concerned. Wow. And Jilly, close us out with our where people can find us, por favor. You can find us on Instagram at workfornannieskids.com, 90s. I wish we had a .com. Not quite yet. Wow. Maybe one day. Did I say workfornannieskids.com? You did. <laughs> She's tight tight. I'm tight tight. And also, I've had a whiskey. You can find us on Instagram at workfornannieskids, 90s. You can find us on Facebook via the group. Worked for 90s kids. My favorite thing is that today someone posted, I listened to the end of the Unsolved Mysteries episode whilst I was walking my dog in the dark. This was a mistake. (laughs) Indeed, sir, it was. You can also slide into our emails at workfor90skids at gmail.com. Yeah, and you know what? Give us your feedback because maybe at some point we'll revisit it, you know, depending on how close the votes are, and we'll read some of your facts and opinions. Honestly, maybe based on your feedback, Chelsea will finally see the light of day and realize <laughs> that NSYNC is a superior group. Or maybe Jilly will realize that you want to get behind the OGs, the babies, the boys. I have literally never been wrong in my life. You should ask my husband. He will attest to that. <laughs> Guys, we love you. This was a blast. So fun. Love it. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Come back next week. Bye. Bye. Yo, I don't know what era you grew up in, but Saturday mornings I had Rugrats. I had Hey Arnold. I was playing my Game Boy. I worked for 90s, kids. Have a seat, I'ma tell you about the best decade Yo, I had a bowl cut, I ain't have a fresh face Take it to the 90s, I don't care what all the rest say I could quote the Illmatic if you wanna test me Cause you know I'm listening to Nas, not the Ice Ice Baby, for the right price, maybe see a fight night Crazy how Tyson, he was knocking them out And Ninja Turtles on the telly when I'm locked in the house Watching Michael play the Lakers and he boxing them out And yo, with magic gets a ring, well then I'm knocking the pal Oh yeah, I think it's time to celebrate No, there ain't no better way I'm chillin' on a Titanic getaway Tell you the truth, I wasn't planning to dance But when I got my hammer pants, you ain't standing a chance Got my fashion locked down with the British knife Hurry, head home, maybe we could catch a nick at night Psych! Hey yo, you remember, remember taking the Game Boy, right? Let's take it back to the 90s Right, you took the Game Boy, you put it right under the lamp Because you ain't have the light That's where you cats gonna find Yo, 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 if we're talking video games, Goldeneye Yo, let's take it back to the GoldenEye on Nintendo 64, son, you are not beating me. That's where you cats gonna find me. Remember when you had to dial 1-800-COLLECT to call somebody, but they cheap and didn't want to accept. Remember when you used to dial up to get online, then somebody grabs a phone, it would happen all the time. Remember when it was cool to have a pager, the crazy house parties and the DJ with the fader. Remember on the weekends you would hit a blockbuster, making mixtapes that you got for your crush or You know getting numbers was a part of the plan. I was clueless. She told me I should talk to the hand. Keeping all your notes in the trapper keeper. I was getting mad at teachers cause she took my Walkman. She ain't let me get it either. It's the Fresh Prince from the city of Philly. Anybody know what's going on with Millie Vanilli? Yo, watch what you putting on after dark. I still be getting nightmares from Jurassic Park. Hey yo, yo, you remember Pogs? 
What the heck were pogs? I didn't even know what they did. I used to just stack them and just like kick them down and collect them. But yo, you know what else? I had the Super Soaker 50. Remember it had the thing on the top? And you would like pump it up a million times and then you squirt the cars going down the street. Yo. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, T-G-I-F. We can watch a sitcom, T-G-I-F. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, T-G-I-F. We can watch a sitcom, T-G-I-F. Yo, you remember like in school, all the girls had the Furbies? Take it back to the night. You know what I'm saying? They wanted like the troll dolls. I wasn't down with that. I had the Batman action figures, but... Man, Garbage Pail Kids, remember the Garbage Pail Kids? I don't even know what that was. Yo, what else do they have? Oh, listen, listen. If we talking sitcoms, French Prince of Bel-Air over, over everything. That is Seinfeld. Friends was just okay. I mean, movies. And you got the Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Uh, you know, as a kid, that... You know, kind of ruined the whole franchise for me, but whatever. Mom, mom, where's my talk boy? The, the, the talk boy, that thing from Home Alone. I, I, I need it because I'm going to record record my demo. 